What's up, Sedano and LZ with you here. Happy birthday to Greg Bergman, who dances a little better than I thought, but my standards weren't high uh, when it came to him. Uh, we, will we will continue that discussion. We have sent the video to Karen Kay about Greg dancing, and she will now judge it based on her seeing Greg dance at his wedding 10 years ago, and she will judge it uh, in com comparatively speaking to his wedding back then. So we'll get to that uh, at 6.40, as Karen will stop by for her final mm -hmm. traffic update of the day today. We have some Dodger stuff to get to in a little bit as well. Uh, but, LZ, you and I have spoken a lot today about the NBA, and we talked a lot about Giannis and just kind of the holes in his game. And we were talking about how many guys we would take ahead of Giannis. Um, and I, I look at it this way. At some point or another, you've got to look – his lack of ability to basically go get you a bucket, right? Like, do you believe yep. that he can just get you a bucket like LeBron, like Kawhi, like KD, you know, like those type of guys? Because those are the guys he's going to be compared to, right? Like, do you believe yeah, that I, he is capable of that? Yes, I do believe he is capable of just getting you a bucket under most circumstances. Absolutely. Under most circumstances. I mean, there are people on the all-time scoring list, George, who can't get you a bucket in every circumstance. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that when you look at what Giannis is physically and what I really like about him is his mindset. Like, he, mentally, he's really tough. Really tough. And I, I think if he knew he just got to have a bucket – I think he will be the kind of player who will overcome what he lacks in skill with will mm -hmm. and get you that rock, get you that bucket. I do believe that. Okay. What about Fair you? Um, I think in certain instances, I don't believe he can do it. And by I mean by doing that is like he can create on his own when he's not just coming downhill. I don't believe I, – I, outside of him coming downhill on you, I don't believe that he is one of these guys that can pull up and drain a jumper in your face, right, in the mid-range. Um, clearly, we know he doesn't, shoot the, he's, he doesn't shoot the ball that well from the outside, although his percentages are fine. The volume isn't great. And his free throws in the playoffs particularly seem to be a thing. And here's what I would say is that – you know, for many years, you know, I, I was very lucky to be around Pat Riley, right? And Pat Riley mm -hmm. calls times like this with Giannis, where the noise gets very loud around you as a superstar. He calls it the medieval moments. And what he means by that is either you're going to rise to the occasion as the superstar and be the MVP, or you're going to get swarmed by the criticism. So I do think that he is at a little bit of a crossroads because the noise will only get louder year after year, right? The noise with him, if they fail in the second round this year, will definitely be deafening. And not only be to him, but deafening to Budenholzer, deafening to the Milwaukee organization, because he will be heading into a situation where in this offseason, he's going to be offered a max extension. And he may look around and say, I don't want to sign it right now. And if that happens, oh, my God. If you think the, the noise is deafening now, right, like if they, get, if they get bumped out of the postseason, 
it will ev- escalate even further from there. So there's a lot on the line here uh, with him individually, with that organization, and I'm just curious to see how he handles it. Uh, but to answer your question, I'm not super comfortable in him going and getting me a bucket. <laughs> no. No. Half court set, full 24 second shot clock. He's your he's your offensive centerpiece, and you don't think he can get you two? I mean, he's got to somebody's got to get it to him while he's moving, because I don't think he can just. I I, I think that the defense clearly can load up on him. And he like, and when the defense loads up on Kawhi or LeBron, they can just stop and pop. You know what I'm saying? And in clearly Kevin Durant, right? But right, he's just not capable of doing that. And we've seen LZ. We saw that with LeBron when he was young, right? We saw that, and not even that young, right? We saw well, that not, not at 25 though. What is he? Oh yeah, uh, the Dallas Mavericks. The, the Dallas Mavericks in well, he was 25 when he went to the Heat. The Dallas Mavericks employed a zone and dared LeBron either to be a bowling ball to into the paint or to post them up or to shoot over them, and none of those options were available to the to him at that point. Um, I really felt that Dallas series was more mental than skill. Perhaps I saw. I saw this dude rain nothing but jumpers in the series against Detroit when Detroit was at his peak and he went off for like, what, 29 or 30 points or something. And they weren't all dunks and layups. They were jumpers, variety of jumpers. I really felt as if that Dallas series was about him being in his head because he felt as if he finally was going to get that monkey off his back and it, and they played tricks on him. Well, I will say this. I, I understand your point. But in the 2013 finals, in the first three games of that series against the Spurs, that's what Popovich did to him too. And it wasn't it, it wasn't pretty for LeBron in those first three games. Those last four were amazing. But it, it was I'm telling you, like, but now granted, the difference between LeBron and Giannis is that LeBron had other things he could rely upon, okay? Uh, particularly by the time mm-hmm. he was playing the Spurs. He had post moves, he had things that you can do in there. Um they they were just hoping to make him a jump shooter because that was the weakest part of his game. Um, but he wasn't a guy like, if you go to my Twitter, LZ, I posted a video yesterday. I even slowed it down, put it in slow motion about the way the Heat were guarding Giannis yesterday. And there is literally, as Giannis is in transition, okay, off a of steal, four guys are just right in front of him, corralling him. Yep. If that's LeBron, Kawhi, or KD, they easily are recognizing that and are are passing out of it. And those are the things about Giannis that when I look at him, I say, how can anyone say that he's a better player than LeBron right now or he's a better player than Kawhi right now? I mean, KD's not playing right now, but also KD. Like, I can't be in that camp is what I'm saying. I don't think people who vote for him as MVP are saying that with their vote. I think they're looking at the statistics and saying statistically he's had a better season and the team has thrived because of it. But I don't equate that with them automatically saying that means he's a better player. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I view it that way. Um, and maybe you're right and I'm wrong, but I, I do believe that it feels like that's the case. And it, it just feels like we're crowning him a little too early Kind of like, honestly, LeBron was crowned a little too early. 
How dare you say that? How dare you? Why? Because he had a crown at 16 years old? Okay, maybe you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah, but listen, and that's it. And I don't think that's unfair criticism. It doesn't mean that I don't think Giannis, much like LeBron, even though, again, LeBron was far more skilled than Giannis at that age, um, it doesn't mean I don't think Giannis can't round out his game. That's not what I'm saying. Um, of course I think he can round out his game. But right now, I just feel like we're giving him too much too soon. I mean, but statistically he's saying he's worthy of all of it. It's not like we're it's not like he's he's being held up or propped up like 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 Chris Bros Porzingis got too much too soon. Because the people in New York are so freaking desperate for any positivity that as soon as something good happened to him, they gave it a nickname instead of used the savior. And then well, the nickname was given to him by that. Kevin Durant, though, in all fairness. Yeah, I don't know about that. Having lived in New York, I know those people. If, Ke- if KD didn't say I mean, they ran with it. They absolutely anyway. ran with yeah, it, exactly. for sure. Yeah, yeah of course. And I'm, yeah. So I, I felt like that's an example of someone giving too much too soon. Right. But I don't think someone with the consistency of Giannis, the skill set that he does have, and the freakish athleticism that he is blessed with, I don't think thinking he's going to be a Hall of Famer, that he can lead a team to a championship, I don't think any of those things are too soon. I mean, they had the best record in the league. Right. Uh, yeah, but in the regular season, I feel like, man, LeBron had the best record in the league when, you know, back in uh, you know, 2009. But you can make the case he, Kobe. He earned it. Right, but you can make the case Kobe was the more complete player at that time. But again, I don't equate the MVP with saying you're the best player. Okay. Because that, See, that that's where we differ. Criteria. That's where we differ, yes. Yeah. That's where we differ. Yeah, because yeah. if that's a criteria, that means some people thought that somebody other than Michael Jordan should have was the best player in the league. And I don't think any of the voters felt that way. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Utah Jazz are getting whooped right now. They're down 16 points in the second quarter. Yeah, I picked Denver. Yeah, Denver's got this. Denver. Perhaps. Yeah, Denver Donovan control. Mitchell, I think he left the court, actually. He didn't just well, no, sit no, on the he, sideline. I think he, he actually walked off the court. We have a reaction from Karen Kay on the Greg Bergman dancing video. Are You, you want to hear it or you want to tease it for the next segment? Ooh, let's tease it. All right, we will tease it. Uh, also, we've got some Dodger news to get your way. And uh, plus, what is the battle? between the Dodgers and Padres going to look like. You'll hear from Tim Kirkchen, ESPN MLB insider, in just a second. Don't forget, streaming September 4th, Disney's new movie, Mulan. Experience the legend of Mulan as she fights to defend her family and the kingdom, available to Disney Plus subscribers who unlock their premiere access. So we'll get you that Dodger news and the potential battle against the Padres and what one of ESPN's experts thinks about it next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Vaya! Ahora sí. See, LZ, these were the, the tunes that I grew up around. Right there. 
That's not bad. A lot of percussion. I can work with this. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of percussion. I can work with this. Uh, the occasional string, right? I. Uh, it was fun. Horn. Don't forget the horn. Yeah. Oh, horns, of course. Definitely horns. Plenty of horns. Um, Greg, do you think I could make so you dance to this right now? Like, could you pull this part off? This song off? I, I mean, it would be uh, right now. It would be difficult after I'm learning how. It, it's you guys have all ruined my confidence. Yeah, I, I'm you've, no you've humbled. You're far more uh, humble than you were an hour ago. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I do need to reevaluate myself, my okay. life. All right. So uh, Karen Kay, uh, who said, who defended you, who said that you were a good dancer. She DJed your wedding, um, and she said back then, ten years ago, you were a good dancer. I have uh, sent her the videos of you dancing today that you were trying to prove to us that you were a good dancer. The first text back was L-M-A-O with a laughing, crying emoji. Uh, the second mm. one is bless his heart with a tilting head, laughing, crying emoji. Oh, And then the, the third text, Ooh. she clearly felt bad and said, okay, second video is better. The first video was was pretty terrible. Just like the the whole thing was no good with the while well, was shaking and moving. That doesn't work. But here, let me say this: like, why don't you guys send videos? Why don't you guys dance and send videos and let's see what you guys are working with? Because if you're gonna just sit here and rip on me, I then really you guys got to be able to show yourselves. Then Thank we you. have well, thirty minutes all, left bro. in the show. We have thirty <laughs> minutes left in the show. First of all, my Instagram account has already got videos of me mm -hmm. dancing, so mm -hmm. I'm already comfortable in my own skin. Second of all, and this is the most important part of this conversation, to be quite honest with you, um, I'm fly as hell. I know what I'm doing. I'm good. Yeah. yeah I'm much. good. Yeah. I'm good on every MLK Boulevard dog. Yeah. I know where the beat is. I know where the upbeat is, the low beat. I can, I can dance in between the beat. I can dance with the beat. Come on, man! You don't yeah. you don't want this smoke. You yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're also at you want to ask me a person who comes whose parents come from a country uh, that originated salsa music, uh, who who probably danced in at least a dozen quinces in his life. Who has pro every time he goes to a every time he goes to a wedding is the first guy to hit the dance floor. Like you, if you want, I'll do it. But I, I don't want to have to put you to shame. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, put me to shame then. All I'm saying is I just want to be able to see what I'm going up against here. If Look, I've already been humbled to mass amounts where I don't even know I mean, listen, I Greg, anymore. We I don't, don't know what my life is anymore. I mean, we don't, you know. <laughs> this is See, this is more your speed right here, I feel like. Play that again, Laura. Yeah. Little waltz, one step, two step, <laughs> oh, three step. Get out of here. Four, Laura, that's one step, rude. two step. Three step, four. Now go Greg, and dip. To, un to understand <laughs> who I am, Greg, to understand yeah. who I am, when me and my friends went to Cuba some time ago, and we were very much aware that we were being watched, we snuck out of our hotel to find one of those rando underground Afro jazz Cuban bands and danced all night in Cuba. You know how confident you have to be to hit yeah. the dance floor in an underground bar in Cuba? Yeah. You, you got to be legit. Smoke? Yeah. Same question. How many years ago? 
Oh, that was 2010? Mm. Same time. But I okay, trust so, Elsie to dance. But here's you the just don't trust me, period, Laura. Get out of here. <laughs> well, no, probably not. While it is true that was 10 years ago, it is also true that I've posted videos of me dancing like this summer. And by the way, it's September. So by this summer, I mean like last month. Right. All right. That's fair. Um, all right. Let's get to Major League Baseball. And uh, mm -hmm. so here's some news in regards to the Dodgers because they're about to uh, – first pitch about to go off now in about six minutes. So we will uh, – let me give you some news on them. So the good news first, LZ, uh, Walker uh -huh. Bueller looks like he'll be off the IL tomorrow. Uh, so that's good news for sure. Uh, Alex Wood is back uh, as well. So that's good. Bad news, Justin Turner could go on the IL according to Dave Roberts. Is he really hurt or they just, you know, give him a break? Dancing Greg, uh, do you have an update on, uh, on Justin Turner? Yes, he actually is hurt, and I, I believe that he did go on the I.L., and Edwin Rios was called back up. It was taken off of the I.L. for him. Okay. He's been, he's, been in, he's been held out of the lineup for the last almost a week, so, yeah, he's, he's definitely hurt. Speaking of the injured list, uh, Jamal Murray is on the floor, and he is grabbing at his leg. That is not good. Yeah. He looks uh, like Greg dancing on the floor right now. He is uh, all off rhythm. His leg is straight. Struggling. They're calling timeout. Oh, now he finally bent it. But he looks uh, like he's in massive pain right now. It looks like he just got a stinger. Like a you think stinger so? Maybe a quad. Charlie you horse? You know how that hurts? Yeah. Yeah, you know how yeah. that hurts. They, yeah. It's my knees during your quad and you ah! It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Ooh. fine. He tried to walk it off and he immediately oh, went back uh -oh. down. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's see. It was Joe Ingles. Let's see what happens here. Oh, yeah. The collision. And Joe Ingles knew immediately that they collided. Oh, yeah, Charlie Horse for sure. Stinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. definitely Stinger. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ingles knew immediately. It's kind of Jamal Murray's fault. I, it is kind of Jamal Murray's fault. I, by the way, good sportsmanship <laughs> by Joe Ingles there, to be honest with you, immediately going well, check I mean, on him. Bro, it's game seven, they're down by 20. What else yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. Well, some guys are like, no, nah, dog, that's you. You know? That's true. Um, so, real quick. Uh, do you, let me ask you this, LZ, uh, because we asked mm -hmm. Tim Kirchin this earlier, and we'll hear from Tim Kirchin about the Dodgers and Padres potential meetup or, or their quest, uh, the Padres' quest to try to catch the Dodgers. Uh, do you regret that the Dodgers didn't get a deal done at the deadline at all? Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Fair do enough. you? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Oh, jeez. Uh, Come on, George. I feel, I feel confident that they've got enough. Um, but I am a little worried, as I've told you. I'm not I've not made any bones about it about how short these first two rounds are going to be. Best of three, best of five, all that stuff. Like I, it does worry me. There's so much randomness in baseball. It does worry me a little bit. Well, listen, man. But regret is a strong word, if, if so I won't was, go there. If there was a if there was a glaring hole that they needed to fill and they didn't, then right. maybe I would. Right, but we're just nitpicking. Yes, you know, and yes, and it's like you know, yeah, you wanted a five thousand square foot house, and this one's forty nine fifty. Are you really going to miss that fifty square feet? Probably not. Right, get the house. Right, and I feel that's what's happening right now with the Dodgers. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Tim Kirchin was on with us earlier. We asked him about the trade deadline and the Padres and their attempt to try to catch the Dodgers. Here is what Tim had to say about that. Well, I had a GM tell me yesterday in the middle of all the madness that the 
the Padres are now the second best team in the National League. He felt they improved that much. They added a frontline starting pitcher in Mike Clevenger, who's really, really good, good enough to go beat the Dodgers, let's say, in game one of a playoff series at Dodger Stadium. That's how good he is. They added two catchers. They added a first baseman slash DH to go, and they added a a late-inning guy in Trevor Rosenthal. They addressed a lot of issues. They are still not as good as the Dodgers, and there is a danger in adding this many new pieces during the course of a season, especially this late, and then asking everyone to play together for two months. That's not an easy thing to do, but there's no way around this. The Padres got demonstrably better, and with Denelson Lamette and with Chris Paddock and with Mike Clevenger and others, Garrett Richards, Joey LaCasey, um, Davies, they can, they can pitch with the Dodgers on a lot of different days, and not many teams can say that. Um, Greg Bergman, Dodger boy, you were trying to knock Mike Clevenger yesterday. Tim Kirkchin, and uh, and Major League Baseball historian, thinks that Mike Clevenger can beat anybody on a given day. Well, he's a really good pitcher, and it's a great pickup. I'll be honest, in the offseason, I wanted him. This year, he has not been good. His ERA is nowhere where it needs to be. His uh, walk per nine has been much worse than it has been over his last couple of years. Sometimes you have a couple good years, and then you have one really down year, and it all falls apart. I can see this happening with Mike Clevenger. Do you also think, though, LZ, because of um, – look, there's been some challenges with him there in Cleveland, right? Like, clearly that clubhouse and him did not get along. Um, do you believe that a potential fresh start on a team where he's not – he's going to be counted on, but he's cer- it's certainly not – like, he's not one of the leaders of the team. Like, they've got a leadership structure – with Tatis and Machado and those guys, mm-hmm. right? Like and and Paddock, like those are their guys. Um, do you believe that that is something that could uh, alleviate some of his woes potentially? I mean, potentially, but we got to figure out, you know, like the personality mesh. Like, right. what are some of the specific things that got him moved to begin with, and is he bringing those things with him? You know the old phrase, no matter where you go, there you are. Right. You know, so we're going to, you're going to see if it was really him. But I, I will say this about the, the Padres and Manny Machado specifically. You know, I don't know if they're the second best team in the West or not. They're the second best team in the NL West. I give you that much. But I don't know if, you know, where they are in terms of the ranking. But since Manny Machado left, they've been quickly moving up the ranks. And so I can certainly see in two seasons them maybe being a problem for the Dodgers. But I don't see anything they've done before the deadline being an issue this year. I don't think they're going to be an issue for us next season. But perhaps when Kershaw says goodbye or when he's no longer really serviceable as he is today and we need to figure out what we're doing with our arms, if it's going to be May, if it's going to be Urias, if it's going to be you know, someone we don't know yet. I think all that needs to be worked out. And as we're working that out, the Padres will be a legitimate threat to us. That I do believe. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think that they're, in at least in a potential postseason matchup, I think that they are a threat right now. Um, and look, we'll see. Time will tell, right? Uh, I don't, I still would pick the Dodgers to win the whole thing, much like Tim said there. But I, I do believe that the, there are going to be, there are plenty of teams out there 
that have a frontline starter that can put you in a bind when a series starts. And, and I think that's the stuff that you have to worry about. Yes. And the Dodgers are one of them. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt about that. But I think it's different when you're playing from behind and when you're the favorite, right? I think that that, that the, just the, the, all, the entire feeling and emotion is different, right? And hopefully that won't factor in, but it has factored in in the past um, in sports. It wouldn't be the first time that we've seen something like that, you know? Yeah, true. This is true. First time we've seen something like that happen to the Dodgers specifically. Yeah. Well, last year we saw them lose to the Nationals in right. the first round. So yeah, it, it it's 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 look. If they had gone to the World Series again last year and lost, I'd be like, eh, I'd be less worried. But we saw the randomness affect them last year. Is what I'm saying. So I I, I have a what I would say worried is probably a strong word. I would say I have a healthy uh, concern. Is what I would say. I have I I, I need something from you, George. The chicken sandwich conversation we had two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. What was the name of that spot? Howlin' Rays. I need to get some dinner tonight. Howlin' Rays. All right. All right, I'm going in. You better order I'm right now because it's going to take a while. I'm ordering some Postmates. I'm ordering okay. some Postmates. I need yeah. I need some food. All right. And we're going to do that. All right. I'm not sure if this is good. Laura's coming content, over, she says. It's going to be good food contact. Yeah, yeah Laura's coming over. Hey. Uh, all right. Coming up next, my one disappointment plus the best possible TV reunion that we've all been waiting for. We'll get to that in just a minute. But but first, before we get to traffic, Karen oh, Karen, yeah. I have revealed your responses to the Greg Bergman dance videos now that we have you actually live and in person. Uh-oh. Um, what were your feelings about these videos? I w okay, the first video, I didn't get to see enough. I do see that river dance thing going on in there. And I saw him do that dance at his wedding. Okay, the second the second one, I liked it. I give that an 8 out of 10. 8 out wrong? of 10? Yeah. Hey. You, you're, a, yeah. you're an easy grader. I wish you were my teacher growing up. Listen, I, I've oh. seen a lot of good dance. You know how many weddings I've DJed? I've seen dancing. Like I've seen people fall into cakes and, and, and pools. I've seen everything at a wedding. And I saw Greg dance. He put on a really good routine. It's got to be the right song, though. But I thought that second one was good. <laughs> All right. You guys are making right. this. Don't, don't get me in trouble. We're not getting no, you in trouble. You're not in trouble. Okay. You're just, George, I'm, I'm just learning stuff about you. That's dance. all. No, I have not seen LZ dance. I have not seen George dance. You guys say you can dance, but I would love to be the judge of that if you would love to send some oh, videos over. Wow. Okay. Well, listen, girl, I'm questioning your judging skill because you had Greg right. in the 8 out of 10s. So, I thought that oh, second no. one, he didn't no, know You know that what, song. Karen? He Karen, didn't know can, that song. Karen can be the Paul Abdul of uh, American Idol here. You know what I'm I saying? I judge you know? the Charger girls in San Diego. I, I can judge. Yeah, I don't think that second oh. one that Greg did was bad. That was good. I gave him like a four and a half. Wow, that's mean. <laughs> Better than negative ten and one. That's all you I know. Gave, wait, what did LZ give you on the second one? I gave him a two. Oh. oh wait, oh. on the second one? No, no, yeah. no. On the, on, the, on, the, on the first one, is, is a zero. It's like, it's a non-star. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't on, see enough of that on one. The, Yeah, but on the second one, the second one, I, I'll give him a seven. Okay, there we go. Like hey, me, thank you. Which is average. Which is average. We are good judges. Was, there was, you go. Yeah, it wasn't awful. It was average. You know, okay. you, you you look like you were like you look like you were giving to do that 
bite your lower lip thing. <laughs> no, no. Got to stop that. Got to make sure I don't do that. But I'm not going to embarrass myself, and that's the important thing. No, anybody that will take a video in their in their house of themselves dancing on a Taco Tuesday night, I'm going to give you a high score because I'm not going to do that video right now. No way. All no right. way. All right. So I would like Fair to see enough. a George video. I would like to see an LZ video. Dancing, please. All right. We'll work okay. on it. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, uh. Uh-uh. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Greg, could you dance to this? Yes. It's too slow for him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> doesn't need, it doesn't matter in dancing. It's only for that open. I think you need to be humble, like the song says. Right. Mm-hmm. So the answer is just yes. Uh, so anyway, um, LZ, if I told yes, you they were, they were remaking a TV show from the 90s, and, or not remaking, mm. but basically having a uh, a reunion, rather, mm-hmm. uh, from a TV show in the '90s. Which would be wh- what would be in your top three? Top three: Living Single. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, um, let me see. From the '90s, sitcom from the '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay. And let me think. Sitcom from the '90s. Oh hell, why not? Let's get the Seinfeld crew back together again. So I'm with you on 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 uh, on a couple of those. The Seinfeld crew, just because you know they've gone all for the most part have gone on to some big things, right? Um, and so I'm with you on that. I would like to see. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to see a in living color. Reunion. Ooh, I would love to okay. see an in living color reunion. Um, but the reason I bring this up is because Fresh Prince of Bel Air is going to do a reunion show with the original cast. Woo! Wait, which original cast? Because there was two Aunt Vivs. Uh, I believe it's the real Aunt Viv. What? Yeah. What? Oh, oh man! What about Uncle Phil? Oh yeah, he's well. He's not around yet, Uncle Phil. Oh, <laughs> I know. Now you just made me sad, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh no. Yes. What are we gonna do with Uncle Phil? The Fresh Prince of Bel Air cast: Kara, Karen Parsons, Tatiana Ali, Will yep. Smith, Daphne Maxwell, yep. Reed, Alfonso Ribeiro, Joseph Marcel, and DJ Jazzy Jeff will reunite for a 30th anniversary special to set uh, to air around Thanksgiving on HBO Max. Um, oh, that's gonna be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. That's gonna be like, Will Smith is on a reunion tour, isn't he? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he I is. I like Bad Boys for Life. I know uh, a lot of yeah. people thought it was trash. Did you? Oh, I heard it was great. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I heard it was great. Um, I um, I thought you were talking about something else, but anyway. Um, <laughs> by the way. Oh no 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 no! We're not going to get entangled with that. We're talking about. We're going to stay focused on the show. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm great with not talking about entanglements. Um, so the, <laughs> but did you see? There's also a spinoff from Bad Boys on TV now with Gabrielle Union and Jessica Alba. I'm looking forward to that. LA's finest. Listen, you've known Gabrielle Union for a while. I have. Where does she keep the coffin? Dog. Because she's she, a vampire, right? She doesn't age one bit. One bit. She's actually versy. She's re- she's looking younger. Yeah. To the point in which I'm wondering if Dwayne Wade actually robbed the cradle as opposed to marry someone who was like his contemporary. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Uh, so there is a funny line in the commercial. The show's going to air on Fox. You know what? I'll try to get Gabby on to talk about the show. Um, I'm going to try. Please the, do. I think the show premieres September 20-something. Uh, I saw the commercial the other day. So I, I am going to ask her and see. I'll shoot her an email, and I will ask her if she'll come on um, and, uh, and and see if she'll do it. And if she does, then we can we can you can ask her that yourself. How about that? I will love to ask her where the yo Gabby, where do you keep the coffin? It's uh, it, it's it's got. There's a funny line in the commercial because uh, John Sally is also in the show. He reprises his role from Bad oh. Boys, and, uh, awesome. and 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 says to her um, something about the Lakers, and she's like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm a Heat fan." He's like, "The Heat?" She's like, "I know a guy." <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. So it was funny. It was that's a funny, funny little you know one liner in the commercial. Um, so yeah, so that that is my top three. Greg Bergman, if you had a top three '90s show reunion, where are you going? Um, I probably would have. Uh, Seinfeld was definitely one of them. Um, I'd like to see Married with Children get back. Married with again. Children, I, I, man, I, I thought about that for a second. That is a good one. Yes. Yeah, and uh, the In Living Color I thought was a really good idea because that show was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, probably, do you, can you get J Lo to dance, LZ? I do mean, you think? Well, better than Greg, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You know? I'm never living this down ever. That's an insult. That's not an insult. There's a lot of people that J Lo's better at dancing. That's Especially true. That is true, like, Bergman. That is yeah, true. Yeah. Well, she's I mean, an incredible hustler, dancer. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah, hustler, we don't need any more fly girls. Just have yeah. her there by herself. Yeah. All right. So what else, Bergman? What was it? What were your three? Uh, it was it was Seinfeld. It was uh, mm-hmm. Married with Children, and uh, let's go with Night Court. Ooh, Night Court. Though I think of Night Court as more of an eighties sitcom, but was I, mean, it? I do too. Yeah. I actually, actually didn't think of it as a sitcom. I think of it as an eighties show. Yeah. Did you laugh? Did it was funny. Laugh? I liked it. I liked I it. I love Night Court. Marsha Warfield no, was higher, funny, you know? Um The higher you know. your voice goes, the less convincing you sound. No, cheers. <laughs> How about cheers? Now, see, cheers is eighties. No, but also in the nineties. It ended in ninety three. It is more eighties okay. though. I've typed in 1990s sitcoms on the Googles. Number one is Seinfeld. Number two is Fresh Prince. Married with Children. Growing Pains. Saved by the Bell. Growing Pains. Well, uh, oh my God! How can I? Well, we can't do Growing Pains. We can't do Growing Pains because Alan Thicke. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, if we're doing Fresh Prince, yeah, I guess that's true. But we forgot about Martin. Yeah. Oh, y'all yeah, didn't ask me. Those were on well, mine. Laura. Go ahead. We were you were next. I was like, growing pains was mine, Martin, because you guys took in living color and then, Gina. And then I was either thinking a different world or boy meets world. Ooh, a different world would be good. Or boy meets For world, some reason, yeah. I thought it was an '80s show, but I guess where is where do you think later. Dwayne Wayne is right now, LZ, in a mythical remake mm-hmm. of a different world? 
Oh man, divorced and probably teaching at a, at a community college somewhere. Wait, still wearing those glasses though that flip up? You think? Yeah, let's see with the flip ups. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> for sure. A different world. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I would go more than community college. I would, uh, you know, I would actually say a professor at the university that he went to school. Um, but uh, Hillman, right? It was Hillman. Hillman. Hillman was the name yep. of the school in the sh- on the show. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Family Matters. L- Laura and Urkel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I can, I can see Did Laura that. and Urkel Designing hook up maybe? at the end of Family Matters? Ooh. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because he wasn't, he was Stefan Urkel. Stephon. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. Stefan. That's right. <laughs> Stefan. Good for him for the many that his character grew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing a thing. Will and Grace. Should I pick Will and Grace because I'm gay or am I excused? Because I mean, that, that would have felt very cliched. But didn't they re- I, already I, I, remake I, I, that They show? already did reboot that. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it the first time or the second time. You know, like... you know what's getting a reboot on the Peacock uh, Network, the NBC streaming app? Uh, Punky Brewster with our pal Freddie Prince Jr. is going to be in it. Oh, nice. What about oh, Stay by the Bell? That's on Peacock oh. also, right? Yeah, and it's Saved by the Bell, but yeah. it's like they're just older now. They're like old. They're like um, they're like like AC Slater's like the principal now or something like that. Yeah, uh, we got a break for crosstalk. We will ask Scott Kaplan uh, what uh, '90s TV shows he would remake uh, or or get a reunion for. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into the basketball. We'll do all the stuff in crosstalk. We are back in one minute. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Sit down on LZ with your crosstalk with Scott Kaplan tonight. Make sure you check out the show. Cap, before we get into your 90s TV show that you would want a reunion for, um, how how did you feel about one of the big stories in the NBA today? There's a couple. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo saying to the media that he was had not uh, thought about guarding Jimmy Butler because basically his coach – uh, doesn't want him guarding Jimmy Butler at the end of the game while Jimmy Butler is balling and going off, uh, scoring 15 points in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. How did you receive that? Well, first of all, good evening to both of you gentlemen and everybody tuning in. But I will say, George, I kind of sided with LZ on this one. I felt like like Giannis was taking his shot at his coach. Okay. You, you thought that it was more just straight up like, hey, I was told this is who I guard. I'm right. a player. I do what I'm told. Correct. That's who I am. Yes. How come everybody was all over Kawhi about a week and change ago uh, for not blasting through a screen when he's supposed to be Mr. Defense? And it, there was, you know, some, a little bit of talk like, come on, Kawhi, you, you got to be able to get through that and you got to stay on the guy. I feel like like Giannis, um, I mean, definitely taking it. I feel like anybody questioning him, saying, hey, why didn't you? Because look at your credentials. I feel like he's taking a shot at his coach. I was with LZ. Yeah, George. Yeah, okay. George. All right, fair enough. Like, yeah, I, 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 maybe he is, but 
I, I just think that Giannis is um, compliant. Um, you know, anytime I've spoken to him, it, it's always the team, Bud, what the coaches say. Like, it, it, it feels fairly consistent with what he does. And what I'm saying is at some point you got to break out of that. Well, I mean, he's he's the defensive player of the year. He's he's a the MVP. Great, Could be two-time MVP. Right. He's a great player. Right. Here's our great player. Here's your great player. Our great player's got to be on your great player, especially at crunch time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know the guy. I, I mean, mean I, I, I don't. Really I mean, know I don't him. know him. I just have been around him a little bit, and and that's just the general sense that I get from him. You know. Come on, LZ. What do you say, man? I say that we've seen Giannis guard LeBron James. We've seen Giannis guard AD. I don't think he was shying away from guarding Jimmy Butler. I just feel like coach made a call. And if you have a question about why he didn't switch over to guard Jimmy Butler, talk to coach. (laughs) That's what he was telling you. He's the one that doesn't make adjustments. He's the one that doesn't read the room. Why are you in my face? I did exactly what I was told to do. Is it because people think that superstars get to make their own decisions and that they don't actually get coached? Well, I wouldn't go that far to the to the, the extreme, but I would say that superstars <laughs> definitely have a lot of input um, in regards to specifically when it comes to like crunch time. Like I literally remember a story. Um, Tim Hardaway told me this when he he played for Pat Riley, and he they would come out of the huddle. Pat would call a play for Zoe or whatever Alonzo Morning, and Tim would be like, "Hey guys, forget that." In a lot more <laughs> colorful language, we're gonna do what I say. And he'd go out there and he'd shoot a three and he'd win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I and I've seen Dwayne Wade. Uh, blow off Pat Riley. I've seen Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, blow off Phil Jackson, right? Like we, that happens all the time in that sport. And, and I think that there is a certain, um, leeway that is given to superstars because of how great they are. It's no different than in the walk, any walk of life, right? Uh, extraordinary people are allowed extraordinary latitude. So why you tell Greg to go and leave you alone because you're running this show. I get it. I get it. What, what's going on? Today's Bergman's birthday. Is that the deal? It is Bergman's birthday. It is. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and did I hear he was bar mitzvah this weekend? <laughs> Bergman, were you bar mitzvah this weekend? So so so, so I, I I get mesmerized by your conversations and and so somehow we talked a lot today about Bergman's dancing skills. Yes. And George, I also loved it when you play that Cubano salsa music, man. You know, you dig it. You, you seemed like you liked it, LZ. Well, it reminds me of home. We play <laughs> a lot of, of, no, we actually play a lot of like Latino and Cuban. And, and Jorge, who was our board op for the morning show, as well as Janice, can tell you, I will talk nonstop about, you know, what about this person? What about this person? What about this person? Like, I love Jay Balvin. I love Maluma. I love this person. I love this person. So I like expanding my uh, musical taste, if you will. And I'll go through long stretches of playing nothing but uh, Latino. I used to listen to Bad Bunny until uh, until I, I like saw him, saw him. And I was like going, yeah, I can't mess with that. But <laughs> there are a bunch of other artists that I do appreciate. And it'll be nothing for me to spend a whole week 
and not playing any songs that speaks a drop of English, all Spanish. I also heard you say tonight that in terms of your own dance moves, you're feeling really confident because I think I heard you say that you're fly. You said that, right? You did. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, there are certain places where I'm really, really comfortable. Basketball court, tennis court, dance floor. Like, I just, I'm in my bag. I'm good. When you say now, what about, the real question is, mm -hmm. can you mm -hmm. shake a tail feather? Oh. <laughs> See, I think so. That's the problem. It's okay. kind of like it's kind of like golf when you go play golf, which I don't really play very often. But when you go for some reason, you think you're supposed to be good, but you're not. And anybody who gets frustrated on a golf course, like, why would you get frustrated? You don't play. You don't practice. You're not good. You're not going to be good. Right. Uh, but when I get on a dance floor, LZ, for some reason, I have this feeling that I'm good. And I'm told that I'm not really very good. You know? <laughs> and I sometimes I, I from what I'm told, the, the part of the big criticism is, is I put my hands up over my head too much. That, that hands overhead, not good. Hands under shoulders, kind of better looking. Hmm. Well, it depends. What are your hands doing once they get up there? Well, my hands are in the air like I just don't care kind of thing, you know? <laughs> uh, you need to care, Scott. Okay. You need, you, 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 need to, you need to care, my friend. Okay. You need to care. And then when my hands are underneath, I've kind of got them like fisted up, and then I've got my elbows bent, and they're kind of like, like straight up like I was doing curls, and I was at the top of the, you know, the, the rep, but they're kind of like up in that position, and then I'm just kind of jamming with my shoulders kind of up and down and moving side to side, and I'm told you're that's talking better. A lot about, you're talking a lot about your upper body. Are you aware you have hips? Okay. And do see, you use them at all? Yeah. I mean, Shakira says your hips shouldn't lie, Scott. So, I mean, that's you know, where that's, the tail feather's located. Yes, I said she could tail feather. You told me about your wings. Yeah. I guess, I guess I'm not a good dancer. I mean, I think I am, but I'm not, probably. Hey, here we go. There you go. Oh. Shake your tail feather, the actual song. Go. So, there you have it. Um, Scott Kaplan, give me your top three 90s TV movies, or excuse me, TV shows that you would want a reunion for in honor of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air having their reunion with the original cast, including Will Smith on HBO Max. Okay, so I heard you guys talking about this. Wow, Will Smith. Because of all the people that were on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, who other than Will Smith went on to become like a really big star? Is there somebody that I don't know of? Or Because I think of Alfonso Ribeiro. You guys know who that is? Yeah, it's like a child star more. Right, yeah. he was he was the guy who back way back, um, he played like little Michael Jackson. Yeah, in the in the old Pepsi yep. commercials, mm -hmm. and um, and then he played um, well, uh, Carlton. Carlton, on, right? Yeah, yeah. And and, oh, he was also on Silver Spoons before that with Ricky Schroeder. Yes, and and check me on this, but you know those Chris Paul Allstate commercials? He's on those now. Yes, he, that's what he does yep. now, Alfonso yeah. Ribeiro. Right. So, did anybody else besides Will Smith go on to become like? Like big, I mean, Will Smith's gigantic. No, yeah, Tatiana, I mean, kind of Lee, a... Tatiana Lee had a career afterwards, but not, not, not like that, no. I guess what I'm saying is it's pretty cool that Will Smith's going to come back and do it. Sure, there's no question about that. Like, he is a, a super-duper megastar, international superstar. Yes, for sure. Right, um, so so, these were, so these give, me the, give me the shows. These give me the shows 90s. you want reun reunited. And by the way, LZ, I just want you to know that I, I knew that you guys did not talk about this, meaning... Like I heard you thinking, man. I could hear I could hear it rattling around. You pulled out Seinfeld. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I guess, you know, like the, the, the way Seinfeld ended was so bad. Right. So if if you're gonna Awful. Right. So if you're gonna do a, a remake of a sitcom, I, I guess 
Seinfeld. When I think of Seinfeld, I always put friends together with Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Don't do that, Cap. Why? You want those. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, do or do not like, you're, you're in or out on friends. Oh, dude, that show is so bad. It's so bad. You know it's bad. You know it was bad, right? In well, retrospect, was, when you look at it, you go, no. I, I know oh, you it was, thought bad, it was funny? But it had one of those things where it was like, oh, it's Friends, and then it's Seinfeld, or maybe it was Seinfeld, and then it was Friends, and it was must-see TV, and you sat for the entire hour, and you kind of thought it was cool, like, oh, I'm going to move to New York, and I'm going to have a bunch of friends, and we're going to hang out at a coffee shop, and then we're all going to sleep together, and it's going to be great. <laughs> You could you could do that without having to sit through friends. I mean, listen. Here, I mean, listen. Here's here's the deal. I watched Friends, which is why I know it wasn't that funny, but it had funny moments. Correct. And my, the funniest moment was for me anyway was Smelly Cat by Phoebe. Yes. When Phoebe was seeing mm -hmm. Smelly Cat, I thought it was funny. Everything else didn't get a real laugh. It was more like a huh, but it wasn't like a real laugh. You think it was more like studio laughter? Correct. And I think they had great cameos on the show. Yep. They had like, great cameos. It basically, it was a ripoff of Living Color. and Not Living Color. No, Living, Living Single. Single. Yeah. Right. It was a ripoff of that show, which was funny because the writing was good. The physical humor was good. And it was sort of original. And then when Friends came out, you know, you're like going, okay, I kind of get the casting. And there's talent here, but there wasn't, for me, a lot of great comedic timing. Like, when I think of Veep and when I think of no, Seinfeld, yeah. I just think of a great cast that's just working on all cylinders. And for me, Friends wasn't that kind of show. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Uh, you're talking about a reunion now. So I kind of, I, I love Jennifer Aniston still. I still have this weird... Sure. I still have this weird thing yep. that I think she and I are going to get together someday. I'm not sure why. <laughs> but she's single. So you have to. She is. There. That's right. Yeah. I just, I don't know why, but I just have this feeling that one day she and I are going to get together. Because if, if she wasn't her and I wasn't me and we were just, you know, just two people just walking down the street, like we'd look at each other and she'd be like, I'm into that guy. And I'd look at her and I'd go, I'm so into her. And then right. it's on right from there, Elsie. Do you understand? No, I don't. That's a weird fantasy. I don't know how you thought. That. <laughs> One of the most gorgeous women to ever work in Hollywood is just going to walk down what, Santa Monica Boulevard and go, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> who's that tall, dark, and handsome man I'm gonna that be I've standing never seen there Looking cool, man. I'm going to be standing there like I'm cool. And and you know let's 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 do something here. Let's. I mean, you're hot, and I really am into you. And and so I'm thinking about Jennifer Aniston and and uh, Courtney Cox and uh, who played Phoebe. What was her name? Lisa Kudlow. Yes. So Kudrow. like if we're like I'd like to see a reunion. I think like the guy who played Joey. What's his name? Joey. Is that his name? No, was, it's uh, uh, Matthew. Matthew. Is it Matthew. No. No. no Matthew, Matthew Perry's Perry the other the, guy. Yeah. Matt yeah, LeBlanc. Yeah, chubby one. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Yes. Yes. Matt okay. LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> Like so, like yeah, have you seen Matt LeBlanc recently? He was on a CBS show a few years ago, right? And he was all big and puffy, you know what I yeah. mean? Like all watery, and and juicy, yeah. You know, so like I'd yeah. be curious to see. They what all the whole... got kind of fat. All the I'd guys like to... got a kind of fat. Not Jennifer and Courtney. No, no, they no I said the guys. Oh, like David Schwimmer got fat too. I didn't. But know he that. was on that People versus OJ. Um, 
um, show on FX. He was mm-hmm. actually, which was weird to watch him there at the beginning. I was like, what are they doing? And then he actually was pretty good as yeah. Kardashian. Yeah, he did good. He, he Because you, you can't help but just see Ross. That's just Correct. the way it goes for him. Correct. So, uh, can I give you a third? I gave you Seinfeld. I gave you uh, yeah. Friends. LZ didn't like Friends. Let me throw one at you from, from out of left field here. Um, how about Married with Children? Oh, Greg gave that one. That's an excellent one. Yes. Oh, then I don't feel so smart. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, it is you good. You still be smart, just not yeah. as smart as you thought. That's how right. about how about if I give you another one? How about if I break out the okay. Wonder Years on you? Wonder Years, good. Where's Winnie Cooper these days? Yeah, I once got beat up by um, Jason Hervey, who was the older brother of Kevin Arnold on the Wonder Years. Oh yeah, yeah. George, you'll appreciate this. Fountain Blue Hotel, Miami Beach. Yeah. Uh, they set up a wrestling ring for WCW. He's got nice cool boys there. <laughs> And, uh, and Jason Hervey told me, he goes, he goes, Scott, I know you're a big wrestling fan. I said, yeah, I am. He goes, you know, I've done a lot of wrestling training, and if you want, I can take you in the ring and show you a couple moves. So I thought that meant that he was going to do some stuff to me, and I was going to do some stuff to him. Well, it turns out it was only him doing stuff to me. He beat me up so bad for like an hour. He put me through pile drivers. He threw me off the rope. He chopped me, karate chopped me in the chest, threw me out the ring. Wow. So I got beat up by Jason Hervey of the Wonder Years. Wow. Well, there you go. That, you, you can tell that story for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm not so proud of it. That's what. That's one for the books. Uh, <laughs> all right, Scott Kaplan, what do you got coming up tonight? Uh, good question. What do we have coming up tonight? A lot, as a matter of fact. Um, tonight, I am going to be uh, talking to Chris Rose from okay. MLB Network and NFL Network. Uh, I also want to talk about something that Mason and Ireland talked about earlier today. They had a whole argument about whether or not the Dodgers are successful without a World Series title. So seven straight division titles, and Mason is like, they're great. And Ireland's like, no, not without a championship, they're not great. And I want to talk about that a little bit later on. I also want to talk about college football returning. I'm not sure if you guys saw that this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, JB Long will be here, the Rams play-by-play voice, so I'm looking forward to that. And Chris McGee from Spectrum Sportsnet will be here. So we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Tell Geeter we say hello. I will Um, All right, brother, have a great show. Hey, back to you guys. Thank you. I'm mesmerized by your show, by the way. Thank you. We appreciate that. All right. Scott (laughs) Kaplan's up next. Thanks to Amin. Thanks to Tim Kirkton for stopping by. Uh, LZ, excellent work as always. Same to you, my friend. Same Uh, to you. And we have our basketball game, by the way. I know. It's a five-point game. Uh, Greg Bergman, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Uh, Laura, excellent work as always as well. Uh, We will talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Have a great rest of your night. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Scott Kaplan's up next. See ya. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.